I've even heard people say, oh, I want to start a podcast because it's so easy. This oh is God. not an easy process. <laughs> it's you not. Ha- you know, you have to want to do it and and stay in it, you know, and there are going to be days. And even now there are days where I'm like, I just don't want to edit it. I do not want to edit today. It's 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 been a journey. It's been great, you know. Yeah. You are listening to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm your host, Maruk Imtiaz, and I'm on a journey to create inspiring, helpful, and meaningful content. This podcast is not going to showcase high-profile individuals spouting hollow advice like find your passion or hustle harder. Instead, my mission is to bring you the voices of people who are just a bit ahead of you, people you can relate to, and the people who will inspire you to put your own voice out there. So grab your cup of spicy chai and let's get this show started. Welcome to the Spicy Chai Podcast. Our guest today is an ex-Air Force veteran. And something really cool about them is their dad is also an ex-Air Force veteran. How cool is that? She's also recently started a podcast, Women in Service. She's been a veteran in the Air Force. Badass. Then she was a personal trainer double badass and now she started a podcast triple badass what a journey welcome to the show cat thank you so much it's a pleasure to be here yeah i'm really really excited to have you and what i usually start off with for all the listeners is what got you started on this journey to creating a podcast it's interesting you said that i don't know where podcasts came from okay my husband has been listening to podcasts forever. Like before they were cool, he was listening to podcasts. And I just remember around 2018, 2019, December, we were in Orlando and I just really, this word podcast just popped into my mind and it'd been in the back of my head for a while. And it wasn't until COVID hit and I thought this might be a good time to do this podcast. And so that's when I started learning more about podcasts and how to put them together and searching for a name. And when I look back on that part, it was really kind of fun, to be honest with you. Really fun. So I'm having a great time doing it. And, and what made it fun? Learning something new. You know, I've been in the fitness industry for, oh, okay, 38 years this year. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. And doing, you know, personal training. Um, I've only been a Pilates instructor for, I think this is my 12th year as a Pilates instructor, but this was so outside of my lane, you know, learning about this. And I thought, you know what, let me just do it the right way. Let me find out what I need to know and, and put it together. And that was what was fun is learning something new. Now it wasn't all peaches and cream. There were days when I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this. Right. <laughs> I'm right. like, I'm done. This is over. But um, it was great. It was great. Now that I look back, it was like I learned a lot and I'm still having fun doing it. And I mean, all of it, the editing, you know, my favorite part is this part is the interview part because I have, I have fun doing that, but I like all parts of it. It's really I'm having a good time doing it. And that's the most important piece, right? Like the fact that you're having so much fun, I guess that also tells you a bit more about yourself as a person because you probably didn't even know that you'll have so much fun in the process. And then you kind of got into the world and you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. I'm really digging this. So I love that piece. But my question is, 
there's so many areas that you could have tapped into with your podcast. You know, you're an ex-veteran, you're mm-hmm. a personal trainer, mm-hmm. you know, you've gone through experiences probably no one has. Uh, mm-hmm. So why do a podcast with like Sisters in Service, the veteran network versus going to fitness? Well, as I say in the fitness industry, personal trainers are a dime a dozen. <laughs> They're everywhere and, right. and, and Pilates instructors too. Right. And I could have, but my heart and my soul was with women veterans. So when I started with the Women Veterans Network in 2017, I started really digging into a lot of the statistics about women veterans, how they're more apt to be homeless, how they're having a much harder time with transition than, than their male counterparts. And I thought, why is this? And the, and the deeper I got into it, the more I thought, okay, my podcast has to be about women veterans. And so when I was researching it, you know, because they say, oh, look up other podcasts, you know, that are in the same area. There were like two or three. And so th- the norm was, they said, oh, if there aren't very many of them, don't do it. And I was like, no, I need to do this. So the fact that I, I pummeled through it even more, you know, it was more of a, of, you know, a challenge for me to say, okay, let me do this. I'm doing this, you know, right. and it was more of just this gut instinct, this gut feel, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. that gut feel when you really get, you wanted that knowledge out yes. there. You wanted to help your people. Yes, absolutely. Totally, absolutely. Totally that. Yeah. And I think that's where we really connect. Cause that's exactly why part of the reason why I'm starting a podcast, it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just that feeling of you need to put your voice out there. Like it's about mm-hmm. time. And yeah. you've been looking into this since 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same case. Everything takes so much longer than we mm-hmm. anticipate. And uh, you mentioned one thing there that you learned a lot. You've learned, been learning a lot in the process. And really the biggest reason you got to start it because it was a pandemic and you had this extra time. And you were like, all right, might as exactly. well get to it. Right? Yes. Yes. There was a... Um- I can't remember where I, I, I heard it, I saw it or read it or something. And it said at the end of the pandemic, now this is way back when we thought it was going to be a few months, okay, <laughs> two or three months. So optimistic, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> know. And the, the question was, what can you say you've accomplished during COVID? And I thought, wow, okay, wow, this that. is a challenge, Ooh. you know, and I thought I can say that during COVID, I launched my podcast. And that's pretty much what put me over saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this was, you know, that question in particular, you know, because people are, you know, you're inside and want to be able to say, you know, I learned something new. Who doesn't want to learn something new? And, right. it's, you know, given that you are learning so much, what is one thing that you wish you knew when you started? And you're around like 10 episodes in now, right? Oh, so yeah. Pretty much at the beginning of the journey. So yes. what is one thing you wish you had known earlier if you were to start your podcast from zero today? Well, I kind of launched. Yeah, I, I always do things backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember when I was taking Pat's course and he was, you know, say, oh, do it, you know, make sure you have a launch date, right? Right. So I didn't even get to the part of where you're supposed to have three to five episodes already gone, already up and loaded, right? Right. And so I launched one episode. 
<laughs> Which <laughs> later on he says, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but, but to be very honest, many people do. They, they launch their podcast with one episode mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll take a pause here for the listeners uh, and just give them a bit more context. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat and I took the same uh, Power Up podcasting course by Pat Flynn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about Pat, I don't know about Kat, sorry, so many like similar mm-hmm. words. I don't know about Kat, <laughs> but I have loved the course. And I would say one of the mm-hmm. biggest reasons I was able to publish a podcast was because of that course by Pat Flynn. So yes, that's a big shout out to that. Uh, and that's what Kat is saying that in the course, he says, when you launch, make sure you launch with three to five episodes. And he actually gives a really cool story around it. He's like, imagine a musician He's having a concert in three months and you're so excited. You buy the tickets. There's a lot of hype. There's event. I'm doing this event. Uh, there's going to be music. And then you go to the concert and he sings for 15 minutes. I like, how would you feel? And he's like, that's how it feels when you launch a podcast with only one episode. People want to hear more when you launch. Right. And uh, so I really like that story. I feel like that story helps me like understand that a bit more. Uh, and I wanted to make sure I give the listeners. Oh, yeah. Context. Well, yeah. I think as far as no what I don't think there's any I think taking the course made me feel very secure in knowing that I could launch and and be you know like some people just say I'm just recording and I'm putting it out there without knowing that's not me Mm -hmm. I need to know as much as I need to know to make sure I feel good and saying okay yes I can launch but I was so hell-bent on because I I had one launch date and I and I didn't make it and I said damn it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is my launch date and I did it, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, it's okay. It's good. And, and, and that's the thing. It's, and I, I think I, I really like that you bring that up because that's the important piece. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for listeners, Kat and I also meet on a weekly basis for this podcasters accountability group. So Kat knows this as well, but even for me, my launch date has changed multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that ability when you're creating content, when you know your why, is that ability to be like, all right, I know I wanted this to happen in, November, in month X, but it hasn't happened yet. Totally okay. I'm still making progress. Progress is different for different people. I think that's where people start quitting because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I haven't done this. I promised myself this. I didn't do it. So let me quit versus, okay, well, I didn't do it. How can I improve now to keep making right. progress and keep right. getting better? And then the second piece is comparison. Oh, this person has launched or that person has created so much content versus mm-hmm. no, your journey is your journey. Have well, you I think you're that? still going to go through that a little bit, you know, because yeah. I mean, even now I'll see on Facebook and someone said, I just launched Thursday and I have 100 downloads and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Damn> you. <laughs> you know, and, but you know, I just remember that it's, it's over time. You know, if, if I, Love if my listeners keep improving, you know, over time and I don't dip, you know, then I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like, you know, with my progress, I'm, I'm okay with that, you know, and it's not that big of a deal. And I know that you and I had talked a while ago about being um, the, we were talking about the imposter syndrome. Remember that? Yes. And yes. I don't feel that anymore. You know, that's, that's amazing. I'm like, I know. I was like, I, I feel like the real deal now. <laughs> Not that I wasn't before, but you know, right. you have, you have to kick that imposter syndrome a little bit, you know, and now I feel like, okay, I got this. I, you yeah. know, and now it's just getting better and learning more and, you know, so I'm looking forward to that too. I love that. There's, there's one thing that I want to dig a bit 
further into. You said slow progress, right? You're okay mm-hmm. as long as you're progressing, whatever pace you're going at. Uh, yes. Comparison happens here and there, but you kind of remind mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that mindset? Because that's what many people struggle with. They're constantly comparing themselves. They quit when they can't make progress. How did Kat get to this mindset where she's okay with her progress? I wasn't in a hurry. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I would have made, it would have made me very nervous to launch and have a hundred downloads in day one, because now you have to go up from a hundred. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that steady climb up. And I had to get to that point. You know, I'm like, it's okay. You know, in the course, Pat's like, you know, look, you're either going to level off or increase. You don't want it to dip. So I'm making a steady climb since I launched my podcast. So I'm okay with that. I feel good about that. And you started off saying, I'm not in a hurry. Mm -hmm. What made you get to that stage where you were like, I'm okay with not being in a hurry? Because I knew when, before I actually launched my podcast that this this wasn't just something to do during the, you know, during COVID and then we get to go out and then I, it, you know, I drop it. This is a long term for me. This is something I want to keep moving forward. You know, I want to be able to, when we open up, have speaking engagements because of my podcast, stuff like that. You know, it just, this is, this is long term for me. Yes. And uh- And I think that's what I really want to emphasize here is when people focus so much on the results and they want the 100,000 downloads within two weeks, it is possible for some, yes. Um, That's kind of where the discouragement happens. It's so important to understand that this is a long-term game, infinite game. (laughs) You know, it's, you just keep going. uh, And that's kind of awesome. And you mentioned, you, we spoke a little bit about imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and that was one of your fears when you were starting (laughs) off. Right. And do you want to speak a little bit about that and how, what's your journey been not feeling that way anymore? Well, I remember feeling this, you know, anytime you attempt to do something different. Okay. So I'll go back to when I first became a Pilates instructor, I was an apprentice for a whole year. And all of a sudden I take my final test and now all of a sudden I'm a Pilates instructor and you have your first client and you're like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? What am I doing? <laughs> you know, you still go through that. And then it gets to a point where it starts to normalize. And I think that's when the imposter syndrome starts to kind of fade is where you start to have this confidence in yourself that I am good at what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so as a applied instructor, I was like, I'm good at this, right. you know, and not, not in a very you know, conceited way, but knowing that you have the confidence to get this client through a 50 minute session without them hurting themselves and they get up and they go, I feel so much better walking out than when I walked in. And then you go, oh, so after that starts to happen, you start to get this confidence about yourself that, yeah, I am a Pilates instructor. So I think the same thing happened with, you know, podcasting. I got to a point where I didn't have to look at the course every time I was trying to edit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> audio. I can't tell you how many times I will go back. I'm like, how did he say to do that again? Right. Now I'm just like, click, click, click. I'm doing it. And I just realized it um, the last episode that um, episode nine and, you know, I finished it and I had it 
uploaded and ready to go. And I thought, I didn't have to look at the video. <laughs> so it's just been recently that I have felt that way, you know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. I, I kind of like this. This is okay. I'm, I'm you know, I'm good. <laughs> I agree. And it's, it's all about the fact because you're constantly taking action, right? Mm-hmm. You had imposter syndrome, but I didn't ever once remember you saying, I'm not going to do this podcast. That was never, yeah. It was, yes, there's this fear, but I will still record, right? Yeah, absolutely. That I'm going to take action regardless. Mm -hmm. Where does that attitude come from? Like, I will have fears and I will take action regardless. Well, I think a lot of it comes from the military. And I was also a single parent in the military. So, you know, you're either going to sink or swim. As, so as you're a like a parent. badass. As I'm yeah. <laughs> yes, Cat Cortado, the badass. <laughs> That's my next podcast, no? Exactly. <laughs> but it just gives you this don't quit type of attitude. You know, now there are things that I've attempted and, and I've done and I kind of just went, yeah, I don't think this is for me. Like I went through the whole real estate. You know, I went through the, all the classes, I got my license, and then I thought, this is not my jam. Right. And it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It just wasn't in my heart. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. And so getting, you know, the leadership skills that I learned in the military, the, the don't quit comes from the fact that you can't quit as a parent. You know, you can't just say, um, honey, mommy's taking a day off today. So (laughs) you're going to get your own, I know your own food and everything. And, you know, whether you were sick and tired or sick and tired, you had to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where it comes from is just that. And then I'm stubborn. You know, I, I refuse to say that something's beat me. You know, I'm going to give it my best shot. And if it still beats me, I'm like, okay, I, I couldn't do this, you know, but, right. you know, just keep stay, taking those steps forward. Even if they're baby steps, you know, they were even during this podcast and during the process, there were days I didn't even want to touch it, you know, but I would do, I would take a baby step, you know, like trying to find artwork for a certain client or a certain person that was on my podcast, you know, just kind of clicking through stuff and something that didn't require a whole lot of brain thought, you know, it's more of of art Um, or even just, you know, on days that I couldn't do that, I would look for a name, you know, like finding a name for your podcast is huge. Yes, it is. is, And I knew what I was looking for. I knew that I didn't want to rush it. And when I found it, I was like, that's it. I knew instinctively. I said, that's it. That's what I'm looking for right there. So yeah, just, just knowing, you know, when you have that gut instinct, that gut feeling of this is the right thing and you feel it, you're going to be success, you know? You're going to just go with it. And what I really like about what you just said is there will still be times when you'll hate it. Like even when you really love, love, love something, Mm -hmm. there will be times when you hate it. And that's when you have to take a step back. And maybe I really like what you said, maybe do something Mm -hmm. that's not as taxing in the same process. Like for me, I do this a lot. I would out of nowhere start doing chores in the house because I'm like, oh, I can't focus on this, but I still want to keep doing this. I'm going to take a 30 Mm -hmm. minute break and do like... I know. And sometimes it can be project related as well. Like, let me Mm -hmm. complete my project 
like sheet, which is, will require nothing. Like uh, I have a right. podcast Trello sheet, like, you know, uh, the master sheet that we have for podcasts. So, yes. so let's fill that in with guest, potential guest names, something more fun. So it's so important to make this process fun for yourself when you're not having fun, because there will be days and there will be times when we're not going to be having fun. Oh yeah. You know, right. and I've, I've even heard people say, oh, I want to start a podcast because it's so easy. This oh is God. not an easy process. <laughs> it's you have, you know, you have to want to do it and, and stay in it, you know, and there are going to be days. And even now there are days where I'm like, I just don't want to edit it. I do not want to edit today, yeah. you know, but, um, overall it's, it's, it's been a journey. It's been great. You know, yeah. you have your bad days and your and your good days, and you're going to make mistakes. Okay, that's the biggest thing. You are going to make mistakes. Actually, let me, I'll I'll tell you this one. I had uploaded um, a podcast, an episode, and it had the wrong person, the wrong audio, <laughs> and I caught it because I was. I said, "Let me listen to it," and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So you're going to make, but you know what? That's part of the learning process. You know, now I know, you know, listen to it and listen to it again and make sure it's the right one, you know? So it's all good. That's the thing. And and that's the thing. It's like, people think it's going to happen. Even when we start, it's like, oh, this is going to be flawless process. Nothing's going to (laughs) happen. Nope. I mean, it hasn't happened to me yet, but so many people tell me how they forget to hit the record button. Or, you know, yeah. to check their mic if their mic's mm-hmm. on. Uh, and these are real problems. Imagine taking a guest's time and it not getting recorded. Or it, the That re- happened to me record. too. Yep. See, I, I had no, and I know I, I hit the record button. There was no audio, like zero. But she was, she was wonderful. She's like, hey, I'll do it again for, you know, oh, with really? you. But, That's so nice. You know, it's that stuff. Yeah. It's stuff yeah. like that. That you know, it's, it's a learning process. You know, now I check it every time. Is that light on? Is it blinking? <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm constantly like, it's a recording. And, and I think that's the important piece here is that sometimes it's also okay when you're starting off a podcast, mm-hmm. especially to do it with people that you know will be a bit more forgiving, you know, yes. uh, not starting with your like craziest uh, dream guests. Like, you know, it's right. uh, important to start with people who are going to be forgiving, mm-hmm. people you know of somehow, or people will understand that you might make mistakes uh, right. and they're willing to potentially record again or even be okay with that not such great episode being published right so i think yeah i think those are really really helpful and you mentioned a bit about being like in the air force really helped you give the mentality of let's not quit let's Mm -hmm. keep going how else do you think being an air force veteran or just a veteran in general positions you to be a content creator like how else do you think it helps you I think the job that I had, because I was in communication, so I was a project manager. Mm-hmm. So I had to really be more, ind- I was more of an independent worker. Like there weren't five or six of us all doing the same job. There was one job description and I was in that job. So I was pretty much left to do my own content creation, I, I guess you right. mean, you know. Um, and I think that's that's where I learned it, you know, and and not saying that, and I think that I'm a creative person mm. now because, you know, my husband's all about, you know, he, he can draw and he's, you know, he can look at artwork and go, oh, look at the angles. And I'm like, what are you looking at? You know? <laughs> and so I don't have that. And I said, you know, I'm not an artistic, artistic person. And he said, but yes, you are, but you just do it. You, you know, you 
express it differently in Pilates, in personal training, in your podcasts. So when it was time to come up with some subjects to talk about, you know, I'm a veteran, so I know what female veterans are going through. So it was just a matter of kind of narrowing it down about what I wanted to speak about. So content creation has always been, I don't want to say always been easy, but it it hasn't been hard for me. I'll put it that way. It it hasn't been hard. And you mentioned that you didn't think you were creative until someone pointed out that you are, you're just a different kind of creative. Right. Exactly. Like that, that resonated so much because growing up, I sucked at art. Like, you know, I mean, if you told me- I never got past the stick people, you know. Seriously, <laughs> like it's those like uh, wazes with like fruits and that coloring. I never <laughs> did that well. And I was convinced that I'm not creative. I was convinced I'm not artistic until I did start drawing again, but like those funny cartoons. And then I started mm-hmm. creating content and then I started podcasting and I was like, the same, the same thing happened. It's, I am creative just in a different way, but it's so mm-hmm. funny how we have rules around what creativity is and how we bought into those rules. Oh, and right. I, yeah. I've, I've heard people say that I'm not creative and mm-hmm. I find that really hard to believe because creativity is so general, right? Right. It, it, it's very general, you know, cause I, I don't sing. Cause I always tell my husband, if I could sing, we'd be rich, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't sing, I don't draw, I don't, play an instrument you know so you just think okay that's that's not what I do so you know being artistic is a much bigger circle than we think it is you know what I mean yeah and so you know we're we're different bubbles of art artwork and artistic but it's all under the same heading of artistic you know just just a little different it is it is Mm -hmm. and I want to take us back to the conversation around imposter syndrome, because again, it it kind of talks about the fears you had. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, aside from that, what were some of the other fears that you had when you were starting, when you were about to launch your podcast? That I wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That I would quit. Yeah. I've, you know, there have been certain projects I've started that I was, I would just stop in the middle of it. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't do that with this. The other was that my voice was going to suck when I hear, heard it. Right. So I remember the first time I heard my voice, you know, not on a microphone like this, but, you know, when you record your voice and I was like, whose voice is that? And they're like, that's yours. And I go, that's not me. I don't, cause you know, in your head, you yes. sound differently yes. than you do to other people. And um, so I thought I would suck, you know, that I would hear my voice, you know, go, oh God, that's awful. But my husband, again, Mr. Artistic, had told me quite a few years ago, he said, you know, you have a voice for radio. And I was like, no, get out. He goes, you have a good voice. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I did my first, I did a mock um, podcast with my husband. You know, I interviewed him and I played it back and he goes, see, he goes, your voice sounds great, doesn't it? And I was like, okay, you're right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seems super supportive. That's so nice to hear. That is so nice to hear. You know, and you mentioned that there were so many projects that you started and then you quit. Mm -hmm. And that was one of your biggest fears that you didn't want to quit this podcast. Mm -hmm. What do you think you had this time around that made you not quit? What do you think positioned you to be this way? Just the fact that a, this was something I wanted to do. B, this was in my gut. And C, it was in my heart. 
And so I couldn't deny it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't deny it. And that's what kept moving me forward. Even on days when it was hard, you know, I would just get up and I'd be like, okay, you know, I'll come back to tomorrow. And I would come back to tomorrow and sit down in my chair and, and have a breakthrough and go, yes. And then I would move on to the next thing, you know, and have a couple days of, you know, really good work. And then I'd hit a block and I'm like, oh, let me get up. I'll hit it tomorrow. (laughs) So it's, yeah, it was, yeah, it was something I wanted to do. It was in my gut and it was in my heart. So I couldn't deny it. I love that. And what would you say? I know you mentioned the power of podcasting course by Pat Flynn. Mm -hmm. What would you say are some of the other resources that have really helped you along the way? I think one of them that Pat had talked about was, you know, when you're talking about content creation and, you know, you can probably come up with maybe let's say 10 subjects, but he was like, okay, you got to come up with like, I think 20 or and I was like, okay, I got 10. I don't know if I have 20. <laughs> and his suggestion was to um, go to Amazon and look on the inside of, of, you know, put in what you're looking for. So mine was um, women veterans mm-hmm. and, open the front cover and look at the subjects that are in the book, you know, the chapters. And I was like, Oh my God, I came up with 25 doing that. I mean, that was genius. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I would have never thought about that. That was a huge help. And then as you get better, you know, coming up with your own um, ideas, you know, for your podcast, then you don't have to do that anymore. It's a lot of what I create for my podcast is is stuff that's already out there right now you know for women veterans so you know it's just finding the people who can talk about it in such a way that you know they they know more about it than I do so I always I always I always tell my you know everyone that on my podcast I want to learn something from the people that are on my podcast yes yeah it's like that's that's what I gain I hope to gain as well. It's what can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely, those are very great resources. How about people who influenced you? Who would you say were three people who've influenced you the most in your journey when it comes to content creation? I don't know if I have three. I, I can say that the people who supported me the most, you know, my husband was one, you know, our, our, podcast accountability group is is two you know (laughs) and and just just that I'm not quitting thing you know I Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do this so there weren't anyone that really influenced me it was hard for me to you know sometimes you know Pat Flynn would say oh this is episode 240 and I was like oh crap and I hadn't (laughs) even gotten episode one I was like oh my god (laughs) So, but you know, I know I'll get there because it's right. it's long term. So, yeah, just the people that helped support me, and including you know my mom and my my brothers, and you know they've all listened to the podcast and were like, "Wow, the, this sounds really good." And I was like, "Whoa, who are you? And what did you do with my brothers?" You right. <laughs> it's so, so important to have that support. It's so important mm-hmm. to have because we all have our own fears that we're dealing yes. with. We need mm-hmm. people to just say. The good things. I'm not saying the feedback isn't welcomed. It's just you right. need your cheerleaders around and mm-hmm. just kind of letting you know that you can do this. And, oh, yeah. And on that, 
are there, I know you, you said you're kind of past the imposter syndrome, but would you say there are still fears that you have now, or there's new that have developed now that you're 10 episodes in as you're doing your podcast? Uh, sure. You know, staying relevant is one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is, you know, what's my next step? Do I, you know, do I stay where I am and just get used to being better at my podcast? You know, I'm trying to get to a point where, you know, what's my next step? Am I, do I take another course? Do I, you know, do I monetize? What, right. You know, right. so I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck there. I'm kind of just not forcing the issue again. I'm, I'm going to go with the feeling of what I need to do right. Um, right. as my next step. So um, the imposter syndrome, I think is gone. It's just, you know, how do I get better at what I'm doing? Mm. And, you know, just again, letting everyone know that I have a podcast and getting them to listen to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That is a decision point that many people go through. Like, okay, so what are the next steps? So what are you doing to to help you solve that? Are you like setting aside time? Are you looking at things? Like for people listening to this, let's say they're in, in that stage, what are, what are some things that you are doing? Well, I'm still looking for, you know, guests. I'm, I'm always continuously looking for guests on my show, you right. know, and, and I always want to find people. And when I find them, you know, they might be on Facebook, it might be on TV, although that hasn't happened yet, but you know, and there's this feeling of who are they? What's their story? You know, so finding people on my show and, you know, I think that, you know, I wanted to take a course. I want to do another course. It's just deciding which one, you know, or there's some podcast fest coming up too. And I'm like, should I do that? You know, so (laughs) it's just, you know what I mean? There's just so much stuff out there now. It's, it's hard to differentiate between what's just really good and what's just, eh, you know, so that's what, that's what I'm stuck with right now. So I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm trying not to rush it. I'm just trying to, you know, just sit back because it's going to come to me, you know, it will. And so I'm trying not to rush the process. I agree. And I think the whole theme really has been how you focus on the long-term game. And that can totally be seen in the way you're responding. Like I'm not quitting. I'm doing this for the long term. I'm not waiting to get hundred thousand followers in three days. Like, you know, it's, I know it's a steady climb. And I think I love that because that's such an important mindset to have. Uh, it's a great place for me to like wrap up this conversation as well. So I'll ask you, Kat, where can our listeners connect with you online but you can always email me um it's sisters in service and that's svc at gmail.com i'm on facebook also um sisters in service and um if you type in you know twitter sisters in service on twitter linkedin you know you'll find me that's awesome so for our final question of the podcast what does creating content mean for Kat? I think creating content for me means that I have to be interested in it. I have to have some sort of interest in the subject for me to research it and find more information about it. And then whomever my guest is on my show can expound on that, you know, And so I'll ask appropriate questions, you know, not like, oh, you know, what's this? You know, I look and I'll say, you know what? I was reading about 
this and I read this. Can you, you know, explain a little bit more about it? You know, so not just having people on just to have a guest, but to learn from the guest, for me to do my own homework about the guest and my own homework about the content so that the person feels comfortable and I feel comfortable and it's fun. You know, it's, it's, it's a good time. You know, you just, you know, it's not like the TV interview where you have to sit up straight and, you know, yeah, smile, get, get the angles right. You know, <laughs> people put on your makeup and if you say, yes, <laughs> I'm not there awesome. yet. I'm yes. not there yet. <laughs> soon, soon, soon. You know, I love that. And I think again, it, it emphasizes that your mindset has always been the long-term game. It's start off with things that are interesting to you. Don't just go after what people are going after. There should be interest. And then realize this is going to be a lot of hard work and it's going to take a long, long time and just do it. Just stick to it. I think that's really the main thing I got out of this. And so I want to thank you today, Kat. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, We learned a lot. And for everyone listening out there, if there's anything Kat said, that inspired you, please share this podcast with your friends and family. And if there is any feedback or comments, please leave a review. I read and listen to all of them. You can also reach me on Instagram. That's all for today. And until next week, you got this beautiful. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to Spicy Chai. I really appreciate it. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast, The Obvious. And if you want to learn more, head over to marukimthias.com. And until next time, my friend, hit the record button or, you know, the publish. Lots of love from your favorite. You got this beautiful. Beautiful.